If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. But let me explain. It is free, people. They have creative tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, which will make your life a lot easier. And this way it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other apps that play podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just go to the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm online to get started and you can thank me later. Recorded live. Hello, welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. I hope you had a great weekend. I had a very good weekend. The weather's a little bizarre. I mean, one day is freezing, the next day is 76 in the house. But I hope wherever you are, listen to this, the weather is perfect weather for you. It's a little too warm for me. I love seasons. I'm from Brooklyn, New York originally, so I love four seasons and seems like we're just like rushing right into spring. So that's kind of bizarre. This weekend we had UFC 221. It was an interesting card. There was some great knockouts. Joel Romero, who missed weight because supposedly got this fight on short notice, so he's three pounds overweight, but he ran through Luke Rockhall. He knocked him out devastatingly. I mean, I feel bad for Romero because I would love for him to be the champion right now. That that middleweight title, 185, just seemed to be going back and forth and back and forth. Big Spin had it. Luke had it. Whitaker had it, and Whitaker gets hurt. But the two things that I took the most from this UFC card was there was like two breakout guys. There was just Israel Adensanka who was undefeated wherever he was to begin with. I think he was like 11-0 and 0 in his other uh, fight, uh, MA fight uh, universe. But this was his first fight in the UFC. Very tall for 185, 6'4". This guy was beautifully changing between lefty, right. So he was going southpaw to traditional, going upstairs, going downstairs. He couldn't be taken down, which was great for him, which means he has good wrestling defense, which he will need because that 185 class has a ton of wrestlers. Chris Wyman's a wrestler. So he's going to have to deal with guys who could take Romero's a wrestler. Whitaker can wrestle. It's going to be interesting to see this guy as he takes off. He seems to be very brash, braggadocious, big mouth. UFC needs characters right now. I think that's one thing that the UFC is actually lacking. Other than the fact that people seem to never be able to make weight anymore, they lack characters. And the second breakout guy was just Tyre Tavessa. He's a heavyweight. I mean, everything on this dude jiggled, but he was ferocious. I mean, ferocious. He didn't have one muscle for a 24-year-old guy totally amazing, but he's a huge dude. He landed some elbows from hell, and I'm going to tip my hat to Cyril Asker 
This Frenchman took a beating before he finally crumbled. He took a hell of a beating. He, so I tip my hat to anybody who has a fighting heart of a champion. And this guy at least had that. He didn't have the skill set to take this ferocity. But, boy, he hung in there as long as he possibly could. So the Cavs played yesterday with the new bunch Cavs. Now, everybody online, all the talking heads are going crazy. The Cavs are fixed. The Cavs are right. The Cavs are number one again. It was one game. Can we slow our roll just a little bit? As this corny-ass line, people like to say, can we pump the brakes on the Cavs? Let them play several games together and see how this blends. And if, if we have to come back in a week or two weeks and I say, Doc, you were dead wrong, these people, they were right, then I would be more than happy to admit when I'm wrong. I mean, matter of fact, I was corrected on a story that I did on the last show. It was between a couple, a father and a daughter who had a baby together. I thought that this father had actually raised this daughter in his household. This was one of those situations where the father had given up or lost contact with the daughter. They found each other, and as it happens, unfortunately, in this world, every once in a while, the father and daughter fell in love. They did not resume a normal father-daughter relationship. It was as though she found the love, a lost love. So the child molesting part is thrown out the window, and for that, I, I am now correcting myself. I have, like I said, I have no problem correcting myself if I am wrong and somebody brings it to my attention. I'm not infallible. I never claimed to be, nor will I ever claim to be. So this week we got some NBA coming up. I just want to give you like some heads up on what I think are the big games between now and actually Friday. Tuesday, tonight is really nothing. It's, it's, if you've got to watch the NBA, watch the NBA. But it's no, no big deals are happening tonight. Tomorrow you've got the Rockets versus the Timberwolves. It's always interesting seeing any game that you can see young stars like Chris Paul, James Harding, uh, well, I don't know why I call Chris Paul a young star, but he's one of the stars of the league. James Harding. Now the Wolves, you got Jimmy Butler. You got Cat, Carl Anthony Towns. So, you know, Wiggins. So that should be an interesting, at least a game that should keep people's thoughts. And we do get a chance Tuesday night to see these new look Cavs again as they go up against OKC, which is Russell, Mello. And George, Wednesday, we got the Golden State Warriors. No need me telling you who the hell is on the Golden State Warriors. You don't watch basketball if you already don't know who's on the roster of the Warriors. They'll be playing the Trailblazers. C.J. McCollum, Damon Lillard. Because we're getting ready to be led into, and we'll talk about this on the next show. It's a little too early in the week. We are getting ready to head into NBA All-Star Weekend. And with the NFL gone, things should be heating up. It should be beautiful. We should start getting more of these marquee matchups because they're the only show in town unless you're watching the Olympics. It's a little early to really get into deep, deep, deep into golf. 
because the weather is just not nice everywhere. Okay, you got nice weather, but Florida, basically, maybe California. The rest of the country is too iffy, so most of the major tournaments are not even going to start happening until April and on. And I'm a golfer. I love golf personally. And 2018, I hope to do a hell of a lot more golfing than I did in 2017. For some reason or another, I didn't really get to go out to the golf course the way I liked in 2017, I don't know if it was logistics, not feeling well, whatever. It just didn't happen. So I'm sure my game has dropped a bit, but it's a game that I, I truly, truly love, and I, I never get to. I've never had an opportunity of actually playing with buddies of mine because all my black friends think that golf is such a white game that they never partake. They don't even go with me to the course. They don't go with me to the range or anything. So I'm always on my own, but. That's neither here nor there. I can do things on my own. I have no problem. Golf is that special to me. I would golf by myself any day, all day, every day if I had the opportunity. So Pence is over in North Korea with the Olympics, which I must admit I have not still. Let's see, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I have yet, yet to turn and watch even 10 seconds of the Olympics. The most that I've seen of the Olympics was the Yahoo video of the young lady landing a triple axle. And I'm excited for her because I think it's not something that happens often, but what do I know about figure skating? I'd be sitting here lying to you if I told you that I knew figure skating at all. But back to Pence. So Pence bashes North Korea for their military parade. But yet and still, at the, in the same breath, same sentence, Pence also goes on to say how important it is and how much he wants Trump to also have the same military parade. And I, I'm still wondering why Congress, Senate, whoever, is not calling the vice president and the president out on this. There is no reason whatsoever other than megalomaniac megalomania, I'm sorry, to even think about having a military parade down in Washington. What are we bringing? I mean, the course alone, there are things in this country that money needs to be going to. Let's not forget, Flint, Michigan still does not have totally clean water. This, we're talking years. Instead of putting on a, a, a show, a pony, a dog and pony show, to show the world our power, which everybody already knows. I mean, America's a superpower. Who the hell does not know America's a superpower? Sometimes you, you, you show your strength by not showing all your cards. You know, a poker player doesn't put all his aces on and say, now bet. They want to hold something back so that you can, you know, take, you take your chances with us if that's what you feel you need to do. This weekend... We lost an actor. So I would like to say rest in peace to Reg E. Cardi. He was on House of Cards. I didn't watch House of Cards. But I will say this one thing. This man was in some of the most iconic black television in the history of television. He might not have been a star, but he was a more than a bit player in Oz where he played Martin Kearns. Don't fuck with Kearns. He was Norman Wilson in The Wire. 
He played Salio in The Corners. He was in several Spike Lee movies, Get on the Bus. He was in Clockers. So, you know what? Rest in peace, brother. You left us some, some classic, iconic roles. And, you know, 59 is not an old man, so I feel for him and I feel for his family. The White House. So it's only 2018. One year, let's see, February 2018. So we're talking 13 months into Trump's administration. And Trump has reached the magic number of 13 former staffers. That averages out to one a month. Wherever you work, do people leave on the average once a month? I've been at jobs where people stay for years. You would think White House. People would want to stay in these positions. It's like they, you know what, I I don't even know what to say. I, I get every time, I'm not a person usually lost for words, but Trump makes me lost for words from time to time. He goes out there this weekend, and he tweets about his ex-staff secretary, Rob Porter, who's been accused of domestic abuse, not once, but twice. And on top of it, the women have posted pictures of black with black eyes. I've never been with a woman who's had a black eye. If you have a black eye, usually you don't inflict that on yourself because I would think a black eye hurts. I've been fortunate enough in my life to never have had a black eye. Nobody's been good enough to beat me up and, and, and bust my face up like that. So I'm not thinking that these women were punching themselves in the face. And for Trump to go on and say that I hope that he has a great life and he has a great career, I mean, are we to believe that Trump vets anything or anybody or he just speaks off the cuff? It's, it's like he's almost saying, okay, y'all blame people for stuff without having any proof. Like saying to himself, I, really like he's talking about himself as as opposed to talking about this Rob Porter guy. Trump is a, is a piece of work. So he, he basically shitting on all the women by calling them liars. But this is what he does. from He does this from a bully pulpit at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. And he really doesn't get called on it. There's women groups, and right now would be a great opportunity for these women groups to really lay fire to his ass. But I don't, I don't think it'll happen, and it really doesn't make a difference. He's like a duck. The water rolls right off his back. I mean, I guess that's fitting. He's Donald, he's the duck. You know, I, I don't, I don't understand him, and I never will understand him. Some things are to baffle you all the time. Then he never dazzles me with brilliance. He baffles me with bullshit almost on every time he opens his mouth. I mean that's where I stand with the man who is the leader of the free world. And that that disgusts me. And I thought I seen some bad presidents growing up, but he take he really takes the case. So our boy LeVar Ball with the big baller brand they decided that they want to come out with an H2O, the big ball of brand water, which I'm sure they're going to try to sell for $10 or so. But would you buy water that was imported from Lithuania? Now, I'm not casting any dispersions on Lithuania, their water supply, or anything. I really don't know anything about them. But who in the world is really clamoring 
from water from Lithuania. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be sparkling. I don't know if it's going to be filtered. I don't know if it's going to be regular tap, but it's water from Lithuania. I guess people are intrigued about having, they'll be intrigued about having this bottle with the three Bs on it. And as logos go, I think that LeBar Ball has uh, a pretty shitty logo for the big baller brand. I thought that he could have hired some better artists, some graphic artists to come up with something that was like really eye-catching, that screams big baller. That tri-color big three Bs kind of screams Kmart, Walmart, discount. Anything but high level, high brand, you know? So Facebook had to take down a hate group. And not a hate group in your natural, normal kind of way, like I hate blacks, I hate Hispanics, I hate Asians, I hate gays. This was a I hate the Black Panther movie. The movie hasn't even been released to theaters. But what these people wanted to do was have the movie sabotaged by having people go to Rotten Tomatoes and give it way below average scores. I mean, I don't even know how they thought this would work when the movie hasn't been released. It won't even be released to February 14th, which I think is um, is at least two days from now. So it's, it's insane. So now I, I thank Facebook for at least being on the ball, but they it took them a while because this thing had over 4,000 members. Now imagine the 4,000 members, they also shared this on their Facebook pages. So if it's 4,000... You're gonna, you have to time that by at least, what? Who has only 10 people on their Facebook? Everybody has hundreds of people on their Facebook. So that thing could have been seen by millions of people. And we don't know. So you can't now trust Rotten Tomatoes uh, reviews. Basically, you can't even trust any online review site for the Black Panther movie because these people might have already been influenced by the fact that there's a group of people out there that want this movie to fail, even though the pre-sales tickets are off the scale. So Marvel should be, they should really have nothing to worry about. The theaters will be packed. Theaters will be definitely packed. Now I had a, I have a couple of things before I move on to like, other subject that I just wanted to talk about real quick. I'll start, uh, I'll preface this by saying this. One, I am not preaching to you. Two, I could be dead wrong in your eyes, and I'm fine with that. Three, you don't have to listen to a word I say. Take it as I give it. I'm not telling you what to do. I am never going to judge you. I don't know you. I do not know you, nor do you know me per se. But what I think about is, in this day and age, as we evolve as human beings, as we evolve as people, what you thought in 2012 might not exactly be who you are in 2018. So everybody should spend a couple of minutes per day looking at their social media, cleaning through your social media, the things that no longer represent how you feel Presently, kill those past posts, those pictures that you no longer would say represent where you're at today, delete those pictures. It's not a big thing. You can't 
This way your past doesn't, you don't have to explain your past in your present all the time. Don't give so much power to your past. Let the past be a learning experience, a leap point for today, but not something that ties you down. Suppose you got a job and you change your views on uh, sexuality or homosexuality or religion, and you got all these posts where you were anti this and anti that, and you don't feel that way anymore. Get rid of them. There'd be no harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. You know, I, I always tell myself, Valentine's Day is coming. A lot of people, they're going to feel lonely. They're going to feel sad because they might not have anybody spending with. They might not have a, a, a date. They might not get any cards. They might not get any candy. And I want you to feel blessed anyway because on a daily basis, you get over 125,000 gifts. You say, what the fuck is he talking about? You get 125,000. You get 125,000 gifts per day because we get over 103,000 heartbeats per day. Then we get an additional 23,000 breaths per day. Those are all gifts. They're not promised to us. And if you ever miss some heartbeats or if you ever miss some breaths, I mean, really miss them. You know that there's such a blessing when they enter, and we don't, we take them for granted because they happen boom, 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 boom all the time, and we don't even think about them. So if you're down about anything, just remember that. Remember, you're blessed enough to be among the living, the breathing, the walking, the talking, the feeling. There's a lot of people who will want to be you today. A lot of people will want to be you minus if you get or you don't get. And I wish that you get everything that you want. I wish you had the meal that you want to have. I wish you had the party that you want to go to, that your clothes are flying. Everything is beautiful. You know, and don't ever give up. Don't ever quit. Just because shit gets rough, things get hard. People turn their backs on you. You Don't give up on anything. Don't give up on yourself. Fight, 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 and then when you feel like you can't fight no more, keep fighting a little bit more. Now, we had this bizarre situation this week. Good old Quincy Jones, who's like 720 years old, and he's lost something that all people should keep to the day they die. If somebody ever called you friend, you you have an obligation that the things that they say to you, you take them to your grave. But did, that kind of person really doesn't really exist anymore. That kind of person almost does not exist. Who can keep their mouth and keep their loyalty to the very end of time. There are people in this world who have told me things, and I'm not perfect, but I will die before I ever say what they told me. And that at that moment in time, when I made that promise, that was my word. That was my bond. My bond is my blood. My blood is my life. And I will keep those words inside a safe, locked deep inside of me forever to never be revealed. But for Quincy to come out with this story about Richard Pryor and Marlon Brando, and see, I'm not into a lot of gossip and stuff like that, but I just thought it was a funny story because, one, Richie Pryor and Marlon Brando just seems like a bizarre 
sex hookup. But then again, like they said, a lot of cocaine is involved. I guess anybody with anybody. And I don't really give a fuck if Marlon Brando was bisexual. I don't care if Richard Pryor was bisexual. I care more that Quincy Jones overspoke. I care that Rich's ex-wife is now betraying. You know, if you wanted to say this shit and you wanted to put it out there, you should have did it while they were walking and talking and breathing so that they could have the either a chance to confirm it or deny it. I think it's kind of crass and I think it's weak to do that to people who can no longer defend themselves. Once a person can't defend themselves, all bets are off, meaning shut the fuck up. There's nothing to ever say. You know, you can't have your day in court when you're dead. Let 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 that person rest. And, and who does it benefit, as far as this world goes, to know if Richard Pryor and Marlon Brando slept together? Quincy should have enough money. Sell the fucking book when you're about 90 years old. Shouldn't really uh, be that big a deal. It shouldn't be. So what you sell... 10,000 less copies. I don't know who's going to be running to the bookstore to be reading Quincy Jones' shit anyway. So, you know what? Let some things go, man. Now, I want to talk a little bit about television. Grace and Frankie, a very adult-style comedy. I highly recommend this show. Uh, it's starting to heat up a little bit more because I've been waiting for the ha-ha, funny, funny, laugh out loud. And it's not that type. It's more of a dark comedy because the subject matter is painful. And the subject matter is two women find out late in life, sorry, that their husbands were gay with each other for the last 20 years. Now, if that's not dark, I don't know what else is dark. And the kids are a little screwed up, but they're adults. But it's starting to heat up. And every once in a while, it it's, it's a very funny show, but in an adult way. A young person might not get it at all, but I think if you're mature, you'll get it. I enjoy the show. I highly recommend it. Now, a show that I really came real late to the party is This Is Us. I've never seen This Is Us before this weekend, and I ate nine episodes this weekend alone. This is television like I've never seen before. I'm going to tip my hat to the writers. I love that the black character, the black male character, Randall, Randall, wife, is not in any way, shape, or form a stereotypical bitchy black woman. She's a supportive, loving, good woman. And I appreciate that. And the reason I appreciate that so much is because I also watch Blackish. The wife, who's a doctor, is a dingbat. She's basically not even in her own children's lives, even though they're in the same house. She's a dingbat. Nobody goes to her for advice. They'd rather speak to a teenager. Then we have Black Lightning, a show that I finally bailed on, and I had high hopes for but I bailed on Black Lightning, and the reason I bailed on Black Lightning is because the wife is every stereotype that the black woman could be, constantly nagging, constantly complaining, never supportive. And these are all falsehoods. As a man that's been married going on 22 years, I'm going to tell you God honest truth. That's bullshit. Black women are some of the most supportive, 
loving, beautiful women God has ever made on this entire earth. Because if a black woman's got your back, she's got your back. If she don't got your back, you're going to know about it. But if she's got your back, you're good to go. Because you don't have, that's one thing you don't have to worry about in life. Shit, she, she's an incredible Hulk. She's fucking Florence Nightingale. She's a mixture of all of it. But this, this, this stereotypical nagging day in, day out, a black man can't do anything without this woman bitching, moaning, and groaning. It, it is troubling. It is disturbing to me. And I, I wish this shit would end. I really would like for it to go. Now, a real psychopath, Brian Ribeiro Varela, Varela, he posts pictures online of him basically raping, being involved with necrophilia of a woman who's ODing. What kind of a savage has sexual relations when you can save a life. I mean, to be that demented, you, and then to post it. How do you get away when you post the pictures? I mean, this, I didn't see them, and I never would see them. I don't want to see them. I don't care where they're, they're listed. It's not my type of thing. But they said that in the pictures, the women's lips were blue. How do you now look at this human being? I hate that about us. I hate that about man, that we have such insensitivity and sensitivity to our fellow man. When you have a chance to, I said this last show, if you have a chance to help anybody, you have to do it. It's your responsibility to do it. And the reason I say it's your responsibility to do it is because you might be the only person on this entire planet who will help that person in that time of need. You were placed there for a reason. I don't care if you say it was God, if it was cosmos, if it was the universe, if it was fate, happenstance. We are placed in people's lives at particular moments and particular times to perform particular acts. And sometimes people are placed in your life and their time runs out. And that's what I was talking about earlier when I was talking about actually cleaning social media. There are going to be poisonous people that you're going to have that's going to be on your Instagram, your Facebook. And I hope it's not you, but nine out of ten of us are going to have them. You're going to have people who just want to look into your world. They don't want to have anything to do with your world. They just want to peek. Or, even worse, they want to constantly remind you of who you used to be. And maybe you've evolved from that person, and you're now a better person. But like a crab in a barrel to bring you down, they must bring up bad days. And if you've got a person in your life who only could tell you about that one day where you were pissed drunk, get that person out of your life because you've done much more than that one pissed drunk day. Now, I appreciate you listening to me. It's been my pleasure talking to you. I can be reached on Mondays and Fridays at 724-444-7444. I'm going to repeat that again. Mondays, 11 a.m., Fridays, 11 a.m., live call-ins, 
888-788-7444. All you have to do is call that number. They'll ask you to enter an ID, and the ID is 145-048. Once again, that's 145-048. These last two shows, I have been going solo. Usually, I have a co-host or several co-hosts, but I don't mind talking to you, uh, talking to the world by myself. It's not a problem. I have things on my mind. There's no interrupters. This is a beautiful thing. It's free-flowing. This is Strange Talk with Doc. I could be, I could be seen at YouTube. I'm on iTunes. I'm on Vimo. I'm on TalkShoe. I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on Speaker. I also have an Instagram account and a Facebook account. You can, all you got to do is put in the word Strange Talk with Doc. You have a question. You have a comment. You, I hate you, Doc. Tell me. That's fine. Doc, I like what you're doing. I like what you're talking about. I wish you would talk about this. I would like to promote a product. Can I come on and do it? Yeah, come on. Promote your product and let your people know. Build my audience as you build your audience. We can do it together. I don't mind. If you if you like to talk, come in and just talk UFC. Or you have a specialty that you would like to discuss, maybe I have some insight or maybe I could just be an ear and just be a vehicle that you can bounce it off of. Well, I'm not going to keep this going on long because right now I'm in promotion, right? You listen to the show, and I appreciate you for doing so. And I'm, once again, this is Doc, Strange Talk. And I'm going to tell you, like I always tell you at the end of every episode, people, peace.